Super be the god. I'm on the pod. Down goes the clown. We don't need no frowns. Niles in the house. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? All you motherfuckers out there that don't follow us on Instagram, because this is some bullshit. Dude, this is this is so weird without headphones. You yeah, 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 yeah. Headphones and I hear nothing else but it's on here. <laughs> oh, man. We're we got no headphones today. If y'all are wondering, you weirdos, we're experiencing some technical difficulties. So fuck off. Um, oh, but we're just at a bar. Having yeah. a real part, yo, part shout out with to the boys. Yo, shout out to Local Lose. Local Lose for hosting us. Shout 2. out. 2.0, actually. Yeah. 2.0. yeah. Let's get the a name. A lot of right. arcade games, man. I saw I saw a Halo game up there. Yeah. Halo's up there. There's like a Walking Dead one, too. <laughs> they got aliens and shit. They got, yeah, man. Come they check got it out. This, they got this football game, and we were trying to steal footballs, but I guess it's not going to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, we should definitely throw an event here, though. Dude, the double decker, dude? The double decker? <laughs> No, that'd be, it'd go off. And the patio? You could throw yeah. a gnarly, You've got gnarly event. Yeah, you could do some crazy shit. you got shit. Sate right across the street. Yeah, mm-hmm. Do a back-to-school banger with all the trades people. Mm. I went to Sate, man. It was crazy. <laughs> Yo, Local Lose is actually fire. If you, guys are, if you guys are in the city and you're looking for a sick arcade bar to hit up, hit up Local Lose. They're friends of ours. And, you know, you won't regret it. You'll have a great time. Okay. You know Lou? I know local. I heard he's local. <laughs> <laughs> he's local shit. I heard he's local. Yeah, we got another huh? friend on the pod today. Big ups. Yes, sir. Big Let's give him a proper man. intro, my guy. He's a Calgary native, multifaceted artist, songwriter, and producer. Jonah Radu. Am I saying that right? All right. Is known for his many influences, including Sonics from hip hop, pop, elect- and electronic music. Just coming off a killer performance last night at Commonwealth Bar and Stage, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the fucking legend, Kellen. Let's go, baby. How are you doing? Yeah, we're gonna have some crazy applause in this oh, yeah. <laughs> All the screaming, shouting. We're gonna have some crazy effects up in here. What is good? How you doing, boys? Thanks for having me. Huh? Of course. Yeah, man. We're just uh, we're glad that you uh decided to. You know, bless the pod. Appreciate that. Yeah, I know it was, yeah. it was great. Uh, it was great actually running into you guys last week and being able to set this up on quick short notice while mm-hmm. I'm just in town. So it's nice. Yeah, yeah bro, yeah. you're all over the map. Like yeah. I saw you were in. Uh, this is coming out a little bit later, but the Flames just played Dallas, and yeah. so you're a Calgary guy. You cheer for the Flames, and then you were in Dallas when yeah. they were there or when they were flying no, back. No, it was it was like it was like a perfect swap. Like uh, um. I flew out on like the Sunday, which was actually Game Seven here. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, I wish I came out earlier because my dad actually does the equipment manager's um, hair here, and so like they kind of like get tickets oh, yeah. whenever and oh, stuff like that. And he was like, "Oh, you're gonna be in Dallas? Like, you can get tickets to the to Game Six, but it was weren't there." So Where, where's your dad's shop at? My dad's shop, he owns three. It's um, called Cannibal Barbershop, okay. and there's a bunch. There's one on 17th. It's like um, it's a partnership with Gravity Pope, and mm-hmm. they're on 17th, and there's another one. Uh, the original one is in Bridgeland, and then um, then another one in Inglewood as well. Wow. Nice. I just seen uh, Brady, Brady Tachuk, the newest member of the Calgary Flames, was out <laughs> in his haircut, so I was wondering if it was uh, the same spot. Yo, have at, you the guys shop? at the shop? Yeah, have you guys seen that fucking guy? So Brady Tachuk, he plays for Ottawa Senators. His brother Matthew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, his brother Matthew is assistant captain for the Flames, but Flames are going on such a crazy play. Playoff run. He's lighting the crowd up this right g- now, dude. This guy brings the energy in I mean, Calgary. That's what you love to yeah. see, though, <coughs> in sports. Yeah, yeah. Man, yo, speaking of sports, you ever let that boy Luchas? 
Oh, yo, you know what I call him, bro? A fucking grizzly bear, man. Yeah. Jeez, he's just out here, just looking, just feeding the shots. Yeah, no, that guy's taking dis- them too. Guy's disgusting, man. Do you watch ball? You watch basketball? Basketball? Um, sometimes like I'll get into it a little bit in the playoffs, mm-hmm. a little bit, but like definitely main thing was has been hockey always. Mm-hmm. That's what I played originally, and then I switched mm-hmm. over to soccer and played that for like ten years. Damn. And then, uh, but then went really back into hockey over the last couple of years because got into fantasy. Yeah, so yeah. okay. That's okay. what really got me really back into it and like mm. studying. Now it's like I have such a deeper appreciation for like mm. every team that like, because I'm in Van, I'm not definitely the biggest Canucks fan, but mm. like I'll go to the Canucks games just like to even Bruce, there it is. Playing because it's just like nice to um, have like a better understanding of who's playing and like, you know, draft some players that are yeah. you know, going to be playing that night. So then yeah. you know, there's more on the line when you're, so. How long did you play hockey for? Oh, I, I barely played. I played like for four years. Um, I played. Uh, I played. Uh, what's it called? Um, Elbow Park when it was still Elbow Park Stars, and then it switched over to Glen Lake. But I played yeah. before it switched over to Glen Lake, and then mm. then I played soccer um, for the Villains, Calgary Villains. Yeah. Nice. What, what yeah. position do you play in soccer? In soccer, I was <coughs> mainly like like right wing. Right wing. Oh, right wing. Yeah, you fast. I was, yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, I was very fast. I did, I did like, I was, I was doing like 100 meter. I was doing relay. Yo, George is yeah. just challenging you to a foot race <laughs> yeah. right now because I, I 100 meter dash <laughs> after this. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I feel like, I feel like anybody from England, like whenever they hear soccer, like, well, let's go. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> this, is, this is my national sport. 100%. International sport. Same thing with puck though. Like instantly, huh? let's go, let's go yeah. play some puck. Yeah, man. I used to play street hockey a lot as a kid. Yeah. Surprise, yeah, black dude, guy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I would, I would pay to see you get on the ice though. Bro, I I okay, no, listen, listen, listen. there's talks. There, there's listen, talks listen, of this. There is a reason why I said street hockey. Okay, I don't know okay, how to skate. Okay. So we're going to do this. Okay, in the last part, everybody was on my ass because I couldn't swim. Okay? This makes sense. I don't know how to skate, but I'm pretty good at Yo, street hockey, man. Here, yeah. Pond hockey tournament with Callens. Pond yeah. hockey? Dude, little Lake Louise. Yeah. I know that. That's like, that was like one of my favorite things. It's mm. like getting all the guys yeah. together and going to play on the pond. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Who are you talking to on here? Oh, you're talking to our previous guest, Niall. Yeah, Niall. <laughs> Niall's in the building. <laughs> What's good? What's good? Shout out to Niall. Big <laughs> I, I got a life vest. I'm good. <laughs> oh, fuck. One of these days, I need to learn how to swim. I'm going to take some swimming classes. Bro, and I'll teach you how to skate. Well. We'll just get them all done. I'm pretty sure yeah. they do it for, like, it's cheap. I like Okay, yeah, A, I hold records cool. for swimming still, and then B, I'm a decent hockey player. Like, I have terrible hands, but I can skate pretty good. Yeah. Dude, I dust. So yeah. I got you. You can't. What? I dust, yeah, dude. Like, easy. Damn, I need uh, to see that. Yeah. Shit. Yo, big Calgary guy, right? Yeah. So what was it like coming back and headlining? Was that your first, like, headline show yeah, back in it was, Calgary? it was the first headline show back in Calgary. So it was really fun because it was, like, you know, it was fun to, like, bring all the friends back from, you know, throughout the years, junior high and high school, and have them kind of come out. And my parents came, which was, like, it was the yeah, first time nice. that they had really seen me perform because, like, oh, I really only, sick. like, launched my career right at the, like, right a couple months before COVID. So the entire part of my career has been mostly online. Yeah. And so they've never been able to see me, like, perform as Kelland and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it was really fun. Of course, my mom was just standing in the front the entire time <laughs> taking videos and and uh yeah it was it was hilarious just yeah. nice having them out there that's sick the weekend before we were uh you so you and boston are obviously obviously homies right yeah no, yeah we're gonna go homies. through a deep dive on your instagram page but i see you guys are pretty <laughs> close man and ripping up the studio a lot but I, just like be, to be able to come back and give back to i guess your community that's got to be such an awesome fucking feeling 
Yeah, no, it's fun. It's really fun. And um, it's nice coming back because Calgary has an interesting scene. Like, you know, unfortunately, there's not a ton of kind of like opportunities and culture involved mm. with kind of like the arts and culture. It's very like, you know, business forward and mm. oil and tech mm. and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, there are still a lot of people that are trying to like push the forefront and bring Calgary and Alberta a little bit more into like the, the creative scene and stuff like that. Yeah. Give a little bit of a spotlight to some people who are, mm-hmm. are locally or at least bring people from out of town to kind yeah. of make it so that hopefully Calgary and maybe Alberta can one day be like another destination spot. Yeah. It's really only Toronto and Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Well, that was doing, like, the whole and that's, that's basically why like we that's the whole point shit, only vibes, right? Is to like show showcase that this city has an incredible amount of like untapped talent. Like there's some really talented individuals here, yeah. right? Namely you and like a lot of other people from Calgary that are doing amazing things that the city should really be aware of. And not even yeah. the city, I guess like nationally across the you know, country. Yeah, because I mean, like, and even even sometimes even Vancouver gets that same rep where it's just like because like a lot of people they look at it and see like Toronto and stuff like that, and they see they're like, oh well, Vancouver doesn't have a Drake and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like Vancouver doesn't have a scene, but it's mm-hmm. just it's more just because Drake is like repping Toronto so hard. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. like whereas like if you're from Calgary or Vancouver, you kind of say, oh, I'm from Canada. You don't really like narrow it down. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people also, too, if they're from the U.S. or whatever, they kind of only really know about Toronto and stuff yeah. like that. So it's just like there's so many amazing people from the West Coast, like, you know, from way back in the day to, to new, like Brian Adams. And uh, he literally owns a massive studio out in Vancouver. Michael Bublé, like all throughout the generations and then current stuff, like the amount of artists that are coming up now in Vancouver and that I've been able been fortunate enough to work with and call friends and stuff like that is just it's really cool. It's a new generation kind of really building up and, mm-hmm. and you know, everyone is willing to kind of work together and, um, and yeah, it's it, no matter what the genre, no matter whatever, everyone's just willing to kind of come up together. So it's really fun. That's awesome. Collaboration. Collaboration is key. Well, I right? appreciate you for coming on because that's kind of like we want to be able to create this platform to put, to spotlight people locally and what they're doing. So super sick of you to come on, man. Excited yeah. to have you. We got some... Uh, like your story is crazy so tell us like how like what made you want to dj um well way back it was just like i've always i always just had a love for kind of all types of music uh like i loved the beatles and all classic rock and i'd literally listen to everything and then my dad was actually big um like deep house head and would just like so then he just started spinning vinyl downstairs in my basement. Spinning vinyl. He yeah, he'd yeah, just be yeah, ripping go. vinyl and have all these old Deep House records and just, yeah. like, playing. And I just kind of got, like, uh, inspired. And I was like, oh, like, I kind of want to DJ. That'd be kind of mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. And so then they got me, my parents got me a little controller. And I just taught myself how to DJ. And I was just, like, I loved it. And I started making, like, mixes and kind of yeah. putting them up on SoundCloud online. And it'd just mm-hmm. be, like, a mashup. And because I always loved, like, mm-hmm. I mean, even to this day, that's kind of, like, what my music now is, what, what I'm actually releasing, is I just want to be able to showcase kind of all my inspirations and kind of funnel them into something that's mm-hmm. kind of digested by all. Like, I want to be able to, someone to be able to come to a show and be, like, not think of it as one certain thing in terms mm-hmm. of, like, because sometimes I feel like when you label it, like, EDM, I sometimes yes. feel like it gets a little bit of a bad rep. Yeah. Just because mm-hmm. when someone associates EDM, they kind of think of, like, the most extreme hardcore. That's a good point, actually. Damn. So, like, yeah. and that's, you know, like, I've I've worked with so many different people and different sides of things from hip-hop, pop, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Totally just went off topic there, but... <laughs> oh, um, that was actually, that was actually some fucking like gold I'll, right I'll, there, I'll, man. I'll back to that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah, I just, I got into, I got into DJing, loved it. 
and then I uh, started releasing mixes, and then I was actually Western Canada High School here had like huh? an electronic music program. Oh, that's oh, fucking shit. Cool. Really? Shit. Yo, Western is really doing. Th- wow. Yeah, okay. Funny, okay. It was, like, it was definitely like bare, it was like very bare bones. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. like yeah. you know, using things like GarageBand and yeah. you know, just like make a loop and like make something yeah. super basic and stuff yeah. like that. So it's where kind of like l- you know did a, a couple basics and then there's a music school called Beat Drop that uh, yeah. I went and yeah. I actually interned for and like the payment was you get to take their classes for free and stuff That's like that. Sick. So I took a couple classes. I just got really into it. And then, um, and then, yeah, then just essentially went originally to UBC for business for a year because I was like, I've always loved that. That's majority of my family are entrepreneurs. Yeah. And I just love that side of things. Yeah. And then midway through my first year, I was actually back in Calgary, like mm. good old cowboys. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> ran into good a couple of old friends. And a lot of them were like, oh, why aren't you like pursuing music? Like, what's going on with music? And I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm just, you know, full time with school. I'm not really focused on anything. And they're like, well, there's, there's a school called Nimbus in Vancouver. Like, you should check it out. Literally next day, logged in, looked at it, and I was like, oh, okay, um, maybe I'll just, fuck it, I'll apply. Mm. And so I applied, and then literally three weeks later, got accepted. And then I was just like, you know what, fuck it, maybe for my second year, I'll just go there instead. Mm. So then I did that, and because I, I was like, I could always go back and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And yeah. I did it. And then that's when I really, like, learned everything from, like, engineering, production, everything like that. Did all that. Then... Um, then essentially after that was done, there was a, there's a studio called two track in, in Vancouver and, um, any affiliation with two chains? Um, but yeah, it was just like a, it was like a smaller studio at the time. There's only really like two guys running it and then they kind of like wanted to expand. So they brought me in as like a third engineer, like just only doing audio engineering, which is like the recording and kind of mixing and mastering of songs Mm -hmm. and stuff. And then, uh, then a kind of a a crew of us kind of got involved with two track and then actually funny enough, like uh, someone was like, oh, there's this, and it was like one of my first sessions. Literally someone was like, oh, there's this kid from Victoria. Well, he's actually from Vancouver, like Chilliwack, but he's in Victoria right now and he's rapping and he's like, you know, he's definitely creating a bit of a scene for himself in Victoria. And they're like, we wanna, um, we're bringing him out. We wanna like connect you two and stuff like that. And then lo and behold, Bozzy, yeah. Boslin walks in with, uh, his manager Isaac and that was the first time we'd all met and then everything was history from there and we just I started full-time producing for him and being his DJ and stuff like that and then basically he created a team and then I started getting involved with everyone and then they started listening to my own original music and then that team was like yo you should start putting out your own original music Mm. and stuff like that and we want to like kind of expand into a different realm other than just hip-hop and then then yeah that's the whole history of like how basically we all came together because like Bozzy and I have one of our managers is we share the same manager we're sit part of Chaos Club and stuff like that so the rest is kind of history from there but long long story wow. but that's like oh, we're on a podcast bro feel <laughs> yeah. free to feel free it, 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 it's crazy how you taking that step and being like ah oh, you know I'll try this for a year and see what happens yeah and like that leap of faith like where it took you and like where you are now yeah like it was one of those kind of just like do it don't look back moments and yeah. i'm really happy that i did like honestly like yeah it was, i'll bet it bet, was bet. uh yeah it was kind of like a game-changing decision and it's funny enough bozzy did something very similar too he was like in his second year i think and he did the exact same thing he was just like f it i'm gonna drop out and go with full-time with music and it was just like so it's cool because like a lot of our musical journey has been at the same time but obviously like just been able to kind of like flourish together and so like you know we've known each other for pretty much almost four years and it's just crazy like 
how much each of us have grown individually and also grown together is like him and I, like at least from for me has been like that's like where a lot of it started too. So it's like that's why Bozzy, him and I are super close and we'll always have like that close relationship and regardless of where he goes and he's one person that I just know will always be super successful and and uh so yeah it's just cool to come and that's and that's your guy like you guys created well like nothing out to something let's say but that's kind of like what we're doing it's it's sick to do that shit with like your homies you know what i'm saying yeah Yeah, no it's it's super dope and that's what kind of what chaos club is kind of like the management management agency that manages both of us and stuff like that's originally what it started it was just a bunch of people who were like okay what can we do to kind of put you know, a little bit Vancouver on the on the spotlight a little bit and stuff like that. And so it just became a, like a creative label where originally it was like um, me, Boslin, and this guy named Jamon. And then, then they kind of just like fully expanded, went fully, like they, they handle so many big campaigns with like large corporations now with like the creative end and um, side of things. They manage artists like us. They also release music as a label and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, there's like an office space. You just walk in and it's just like, it's just a crew of just like, friends at the end of the day and it's just super fun so it's like yeah it's just uh it's fun to do all that and really come up yeah like you said with friends and stuff like that (laughs) it's a lot like uh how mike you know mike uh they used to call him mike stud but now he's just mike yeah it's kind of like how mike like that's like how he operates too like he's just kicking it with the homies yeah you listen listen i'm pretty sure there's like a i think you were mentioning you were, you were wearing the hat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nile is wearing the hat too. But, uh, yeah, Stevenson's I'm pretty sure he has a his label like like that with his friends called For the Homies. For the Homies. Oh, yeah, 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 For the yeah. Homies. Like this literally. That's like, cool, man. It's literally where like he, him and his boys like literally just make music together and just tour and he puts them on. Uh, yeah, I mean like that's really all it comes down to. I mean just in life in general, it's just yeah. the only way to work is collaboration. Like, yeah. you, like in, in everything, no matter what the industry is, no matter even, you know, in a relationship, it's collaboration. So it's just, mm-hmm. that's all it comes down to. I yeah. think the craziest one that I ever heard was Kevin Hart. So Kevin Hart, when he first popped up and he was starting to get really, 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 really popular, he, he had a bunch of people coming his way throwing shit at him, yada, 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 I'll do this for you, I'll do this, I'll do that for you. And then he was like, nah, you know what I'm going to do? He got like 10 of his homies that he like grew up with. He paid for all of them to go to school to learn how to do the things that he needs them to do. Mm-hmm. And then he sick. put them on. And now the, yeah. he n- now they run a, his entertainment company, which oh, is like, I think yeah, it's called yeah. like Beat, uh, like Heart Drop or something but like that. But doesn't, doesn't, uh, Fuck, what's the funny guy? Adam, who's the actor? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah. He does the same thing with, like, his homies, too, right? Yeah. Because yeah, like, yeah, you always see, like, the same yeah. guys in the Adam Sandler films. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, just coming up with your homies, man. The song Different with Boslin. Oh, yeah. Slaps, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to fire. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate I've, that. Yeah, I've, yeah, been, I've, I've been to listen to a, a little, like, a, quite a lot of Boslin since I, I saw his concert. Bro. Like, I Deny? I've had Deny oh, yeah, on yeah, repeat. Yeah. I've had Deny on repeat for two weeks. I'll be driving. I swear to God, bumping this thing at like max audio in my car. Yeah. <laughs> wait, I have a wait. So, so, uh, you know, obviously, you you and Boslin met and everything like that. Um, when you when, when you first met Boslin, I think I have some buddies that were like friends with him before he popped off and stuff. Did he play rugby? Yeah. No, yeah. He played. He was actually like on his way with Team Canada. Yeah. And like he was gonna go to like the sevens mm-hmm. and do all that type of stuff. Yeah. Damn, seven series. Blew out his knee. Oh, ACL, and then he, uh, then again, uh, so then he, like, 
he was like, you know what, I'll let it recover and I'll go yeah. right back into it. Kind of just like, you know, eager to get back in. Didn't get surgery and stuff like that. And of course, blew it out again right away. But it was like obviously a million times worse. And then just kind of like sidelined him. And it's like, yeah. so he was kind of, yeah, that's what, it's funny enough, that's what got him into music. Like yeah. that's what he always talks about is that's what got him into everything because he, uh, he was like, you know, super down and depressed about not being able to fully yeah. pursue his career in, in yeah. um in rugby and then he kind of just picked up writing songs and writing over beats yeah. and all yeah. that type of stuff and then that's what kind of apparently got him into music and yeah. stuff like that that's so music is very therapeutic the yeah that's the i think it's the like creativity aspect yeah, right like where he he lived in victoria like I, I i used to play rugby and and a bunch of those those guys that play like team like canada sevens and stuff yeah um like i played with them out here and they're like really good friends of mine so they all lived in like the same house and stuff and, yeah. and he was like texting me the other day um, when we went to the concert, was like, yeah, we used to live together and stuff. I was like, that's yeah. that's crazy, dude. That's I know Vic, Vic actually was like a really cool place. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I went out to visit a ton because Niall and all these other some of my best friends are out in Victoria. They were going to university there, and I really, really loved how Victoria it felt like. Just like everyone was like a family there, and it's uh. like I really r appreciated like when like he'd go, I'd stay in like my buddy's res, and everyone would like uh. wake up together and like go get a brunch together, even if everyone was hungover as shit, and just like. It was just like very family oriented mm -hmm. and everyone's like, let's go for a workout and let's yeah. all go study together and stuff like that. So it was like community. Yeah, it was a community. Yeah. And that's what was like super fun. And everyone always knows each other. And I mean, that's well, that's university. But yeah. I just really I thought UVic was like small enough where it's like yeah. you could kind of like build that community. It wasn't like uh. way too big. Where mm -hmm. it was like, like Calgary, you see there's like no sense of community. I'm pretty sure it's a commuter school where like yeah. little people pull up and they just like leave yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah dude i've been doing it for two years and i've talked to maybe four people yeah <laughs> like yeah it's like, like, it's I, like i've heard U of C is like just like obviously a great school but yeah, yeah it doesn't seem like it has that like school spirit yeah oh man that's all people do in the res is party oh, yeah man. but they don't there's like, a sense of community and it's at state that shit, yo, actually, holy yeah. shit. I went there my first year in like 2019. I went there for 12 weeks. I was just in the trades, man. But like the whole floor, it was just like anybody could walk into anybody's room. It was super chill. We had like this giant Beats by Dre stereo that like if p people were partying on a Tuesday and they wanted that, they'd just walk right in, take it. You'd hear it all fucking day and night. It was super cool. Go Trojans, Trojans all the yeah, way. I'll one up you. No, because <laughs> no, no, I one up you, yeah, but I can't up. say mine hold, on hold, here. Hold, it's hold, not fair. Hold up, I want up you. All right, go ahead. Lethbridge. Uh, all right, yeah, you win. Yo, Lethbridge. <laughs> you ever done a show in Lethbridge? Yo, oh, Lethbridge. Get you introduced to the guy. Yo, Lethbridge. <laughs> yo, shout out to any student that goes to <laughs> University of Lethbridge. Bro, they yo, no, they show out. They show out. I've seen videos like, um, yeah, damn. One of my one of my good um, buddies, uh, Felix Cartel, just did a show out there, yeah. and like, and same with Jessia. Yeah, they both just did a show. Shout out Jessia, she just won a big Juno. Now she's Shout on tour out. with One Republic right Wait, now. Jessie who? Jessia. She did the song like I'm not pretty, baby. I'm oh shit! Yeah, no she way! Was. Yeah, she's <laughs> Yo! Yeah, that's Jay's favorite song. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I remember I remember I remember uh listened to a couple of songs. She won a Juno? Yeah, she just won it last week. She I think it was breakout artist of the year. Uh, and uh and then she casually flew in from her tour with One Republic. Cas casually. Yeah, casually yeah. came in <laughs> and then did it one or one her thing, one or Juno, and then flew back and she's it playing state it's now. nuts. She's playing yeah. stadiums and like I think two years ago she was just like trying to songwrite and stuff yeah. like that. And then and then yeah, just the TikTok thing blew the hell up and it was really cool talking to her about mm -hmm. like her experience and her journey and that like 
how TikTok has now taken her mm-hmm. from. Oh yeah. You know, she was just writing songs. Oh yeah. Was, like, There's so many of these and, TikTok stories. Then, man. Yeah, and then and like she's been she's been actually the ones that have like because you know like, there's oh. some some people who have like the one off TikTok song and it just that's it. Yeah. And like and honestly that's the only negative thing is sometimes mm-hmm. like those one offs like it'll be like the 10, 15 seconds of the song. Yeah. So they'll go play that song. At a at like a you know a venue and they can't sell out tickets and stuff like that and the people are only waiting for that 15 second yeah. snippet of the song yeah. and then they just repeat it 10 times over and that's all that's being digested. Yeah, that's like Those uh, people everyone's waiting talked. for that dopamine kick. Okay. Yeah. When exactly. the when uh, Darude, like people showed out for that. For Darude, but, but like as soon as Sandstorm played, yeah, as like soon as Sandstorm played, everyone left like right after that. At Knox that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. I was there. Little forty-year-olds everywhere. Speaking of artist progress, I think the artist that I've seen the craziest progress in my life that I've wanted to see in my life, you know Russ, right? So Russ, this guy's selling out stadiums and shit now. I remember when he came to Calgary, he was doing a show at the Great Eagle Casino. And it's crazy to see like how like he went from Great Eagle Casino to stadiums. Mad. And he just got a billboard hit with a rapper that I was following. Her name is Caitlin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. Talk. And I was, yeah. And, and like, she was, like, really talented. I'm watching, like, all her videos and shit like that. She's doing really cool shit. And then Russ, he started to do, like, the like the lyric the, the lyric challenge and stuff like that. Like a verse. Yeah, a verse, verse challenge, drop a verse. And then she did a verse, and that shit went billboard. And, like, I think it was his first billboard hit. And, like, now she crazy. signed to him. It was crazy. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Like, like, and, like, yeah, my label pushes so hard on TikTok stuff. Like, you I got an app. I got an app. I got an app, bro. Like, I was, there's an app that, like, uh, the app called TikTok? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, there's, like, a, there's, it's, like, a TikTok analytic app. Oh, okay. And, like, it's, like, AI generated, and it, te- it, te- it tells you, like, what songs are, like, popping right now. Yeah, what's like, the craziest you, place you've, you've ever performed? Show you Good question. Um, crazy and just, like. Maybe maybe size wise first like, um, surprisingly it was actually one of the best ones was was UBCO that one was really fun because it was like one of the like openers for like mm-hmm. and I because I I actually went there and um for my first year and and then they had like uh, a big um you call it like it was like a big like festival thing for like yeah. opening up and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And funny enough, Bozzy and I both played it. Nice. I was buddies with um, one of the kind of promoters who was running it and stuff like that. He's like, you guys want to come out? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it was just, like, nuts. Because, like, honestly, playing those college shows, it's just, like, thousands of people. Yeah. And they're just, like, they don't give a shit. They're they all go going crazy for anything. Yeah. Like, we could have played any song, and they just would have been, like, okay, okay, we'll just rage. Like, <laughs> Baby so shark, dude, dude, dude. Yeah, do. literally. <laughs> like, it was just, like, those are the some of the fun shows. Because a lot of those kids just, like, don't care. They're just there to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not as like snotty when it comes to like, oh, this song I'm not gonna. You know. That's kind of why I like festivals. It's like you go there with an intention, and like the I've got some friends that go to like Wicked Woods and like those kind of festivals, mm-hmm. and it is just one giant community. But that's one thing. Like even with Chase and Summer, it felt like a community where you go to like more like I don't know like one-off shows. That you don't get that. There's still that divide. But when there's a giant festival crowd, I feel like that brings everybody together. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah, no, and I'm, that's what I'm super excited for. There's a couple festivals coming up this summer that haven't been announced yet, so I don't know if I'm allowed to say it yet, mm-hmm. but that I'm super excited to kind of, like, play and stuff like that. Because those, yeah, those are just super fun. Because it's just, like, and also the community backstage, too. Like, when you go to a lot of those festivals, it's obviously everyone who's playing throughout the day and stuff like that, and everyone's just chilling back there and just having a good time yeah. and, and connecting and stuff like that. That's some of the best parts about playing shows. Like, I was just in L.A., and um, we... Uh, 
and I was with one of my good friends, Jewels, and and we went to like three different spots throughout the night in LA and stuff like that. And it's just LA is a whole different beast. Like, yeah. The fact that like there's cra- like there's massive shows all playing at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, just went to like casually went to one of these like kind of it was like an underground thing. It was through a com- like a thing called Brownies and Lemonade, and they throw like all these kind of parties and uh, events. And uh, they're kind of like one of those where they'll kind of like do like secret headliners or like, yo, we're doing this spot. Here's the address. And you'll come out and it's like a big artist and stuff yeah. like that. Wow. And so Shit. went out and it was just crazy, like being in the green room and having like all these people that like, uh, like all these artists that are massive and everyone just casually chatting with each other. And like you kind of introduce each other by your first names. You're like, hey, mm-hmm. nice to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. And then also like, oh, what do you do? And you're like, oh, I'm an artist. And this is my name. And they're like, oh, and then like this. <laughs> is me. And then, you're just like, you know, it's like, because yeah. like, you know, you don't really like. You know, we, we're, we're behind the facade of just like kind of when you're just like chilling backstage and just like doing nothing, it's like, you know, it's just fun just being able to connect and like work with kind of everyone. And yeah, yeah. I, I fucking love connecting with people like that last weekend when we all met, man, like yeah. me and George went on an absolute oh. tear just meeting yeah. all these different people. So like minded people. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool, yeah, man. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah. You, got, you look like you're about to say something. Huh? <laughs> no, I was I, 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 I had a question because like usually when I uh, I like asking my like any homie that really DJs a lot of people think that DJing is easy. Like what's a what's a misconception about DJing that you think society or the public has like a really bad perception of? Well, it just depends on like what you're really referring to, because like obviously mm. like there's like, you know, you're going to a nightclub and someone's yeah. just DJing for four hours playing through the hits and stuff like that, trying to just keep like a dance floor at a bar going and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I think, like, realistically, like, the idea, the bare bones of DJing, of just, like, of, you know, like, taking one song and mixing into another song, it, it fundamentally, like, you could pick it up pretty decently easy. But where it comes down to, obviously, is, like, knowing, like, knowing, like, the vibe of where you're playing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it really depends, because, like, as an artist, when I'm performing, like, for instance, last night, I have to curate... Um, like I essentially like curate the set before then I just like pick all my songs and I do a lot of like I'm way too particular and uh, with my sets and stuff like that like mm. like last night I played for an hour and a half um, like it was a longer set because it was a headline set and mm. basically um, I, I I think I mixed in like it was almost border sometimes borderline too much mm-hmm. but I think I did like 60 66 songs in like an hour and a half God damn like, shit. doing mashups and like Throwing wow. like, cause I, I want it essentially. I want it to someone's coming out to my performance. I want mm. them to only hear shit that they're only gonna hear when they come see me. And stuff oh, like that. So nice. okay, okay. So that's okay. why like every every song is an edit or like or like my own twist on it or something like that. So that's at least like, and everyone has a different perception and mm. like kind of like want. Some people are just like, you'll just straight up just like crossfade a song over and like fundamentally, I could we could bring out DJ coming right now and yeah. you just press play on one song. Yeah. And then press play on the other song and mm. just like slowly crossfade it. Mm-hmm. But like, is that gonna sound good and ma- and Got it. mash up together? Got it. Also, gonna kill it. Like, cause some people mm. are just like, oh, I'm gonna go from a top forty song and then all of a sudden go yeah. right over to a country song and just yeah. clear the dance floor. That would be yeah. Yeah. So Got it. Got it. Club Got it. Way back as well. Okay. And so it's just like in Calgary. Um. Yeah, a, f- a couple in Calgary, but mainly mainly in Vancouver. Yeah, in Vancouver yeah. Vancouver's got a cool little bar, like like club and nightclub scene and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, I wanted to ask you this. I, I'm headed out. I think we're all headed yeah, out to yeah, Vancouver yeah. in July. In July. Yeah. I need some like, what are some good spots. like spots that no one really knows about besides like local people or people that have gone out there? You got any recommendations? Um, I mean, obviously it depends on like 
what vibe you're going for. That's the great yeah. thing about Vancouver's. They kind of have like a spot for everything. Like they have like a great spot for like live music that everyone knows is called the Roxy, and like that's kind of uh-huh. like a live. And then if you want, you know, a little bit of Calgary and you want to go to the, the one country bar, that's called the Yale. Um, the I Yale. personally haven't been the there because I get enough of that in Calgary. Yeah. Um, but uh, then like more like the kind of electronic scenes, and you have like celebrities and stuff. Oh, and yeah, then, yeah. And then it, then if you want more like more like a like a nightclub nightclub, you go to like kind of like places like Bar None or Hello Goodbye. And then there's a really cool spot called Fortune. Fortune's usually where, like... Fortune, yeah. Um, that's kind of, like, I guess the equivalent of, like, upstairs Commonwealth type thing, where it's, yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're very similar, where, like, for instance, K. Tronado played last week, yeah. and then his after party was at Fortune. It's the same company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Owned by the same company, yeah. Blueprint, yeah. Blueprint kind of has, like, they kind of... A chokehold, yeah, they yeah, really have, yeah. They really have a, they really have a chokehold in the club industry in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah like, they've, they've worked really hard kind of just like establishing themselves in the industry and it's uh, that's again mm-hmm. uh, the industry the music industry is yeah. tiny and mm-hmm. what's every every industry is actually yeah. tiny when you look into it and yeah. stuff like that but especially the music industry it looks like it's like a million people but mm-hmm. it's like realistic when you break it down it's like a lot of the same people mm-hmm. have connections to wherever and stuff so yeah like a uh, majority of the clubs are kind of owned by a couple different groups within within mm-hmm. vancouver and yeah. all like every everything pretty much works what everyone works together and like mm. and um so like yeah like next week i'm going back um because uh, a couple of people on the same team including Boslin and stuff like that are playing a festival called safe and sound festival nice um nice. and that group safe and sound owns like bar none hello goodbye and a bunch of other um clubs great people um and then uh then yeah then like the blueprint group they own yeah. like you know celebrities fortune uh, and commonwealth here yeah. and they're starting to they're they're also the people that are mainly like blueprint is really trying to move in well they, they always have been here but like really i think really trying to reestablish, especially yeah. post pandemic yeah, yeah. like yeah. and that's why they're throwing badlands mm-hmm. they throw chasing summer yeah. with live nation and stuff yeah. like that they work directly with yeah. them as well so yeah they went to like a lot of festivals and stuff like that and you know I feel bad for them because like their headliners, not happening. Young Thug, Young Thug got oh, hit with no. that Rico charge. God Dude, damn! Yeah, God, and it was crazy. Cause watching the video, um, there's a podcast called uh, Million Dollars a Game. Yeah. And I think uh, there's there's two hosts. I think it's Wallow, and he 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 was in prison for 12 years. And oh, I swear I to God, he was literally telling Young Thug to stop this shit. He's okay. telling you slow down, like stop it. He's like, there's a lot of people that depend on you. Mm-hmm. You're a key member of your community stop yeah. this shit like prison is not fun yeah. bro they a bring month it later, back. a month later bro rico charge but and rico charge like when you get hit with a rico charge that's you're you're doing time yeah, yeah it, it's just a matter of how unless, long. unless you're so, snitched on statistic of saying that like 96 mm. percent of rico charges like yeah they're yeah, like, yeah. Like, but yeah, on yeah. to that to carry on to your point that's mm. also like uh like obviously people like a couple of years ago were talking about uh rappers kind of not playing into their lyrics as much you know trying to make themselves seem more of like that's the lifestyle that's the lifestyle right like uh the one guy who was literally talking about murder on my mind who was that oh why yeah so if you just like no but if you're gonna do that then it's like bro yeah you're ratting on yourself a and then you you live that lifestyle and i think we were watching the same one you live that lifestyle Mm -hmm. as soon as those charges drop and you're in jail like that's done that's no more bro like like there's no little tecca 
yeah. Little Tokyo Ghost watched his genius video of oh, like yeah. when it, when, when he's doing like uh, uh explaining his oh, lyrics. He's like, yeah, I've never. <laughs> he's like, I've, I've never held a gun. <laughs> I've I don't own a Ferrari. I've never <laughs> he's been like, to Paris. I don't have hoes. I have one girlfriend, <laughs> and it just shows you it's like, like a lot of this man, like you don't know what's true, and yeah. like, you got to be careful with that because like the feds are watching. Like yeah. they're watching, they're building this shit up on yeah. you, right? And they tried, and, and they were trying for years to get Young Thug and Gunna, right? Yes. And then the, the the feds, man, that's the problem with the feds, bro. Like, <laughs> they will try for years, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, this guy knows too much. Yo, listen, listen, this guy knows too bro, much. Listen, bro, yo, yo YouTube, okay, it's JFF. Bro, that, bro, don't go down the rabbit hole, YouTube, oh, no, bro. There's so many rabbit holes. Bro, the feds, bro, the feds, bro. This is what I, this is what I know. They will go down this rabbit hole if they can't catch you. The last resort, bro, the nuclear weapon is always Rico, bro. If we can't get these two, we're, we're taking everybody. Yeah, dude, dude, we're taking all everybody. I love, all I love about the internet is just the memes that come after oh, this. Yeah, this popped like into my head. So the Will Smith no, this popped into my head talking about this, and then you said memes. That when 21 Savage, when they found out he oh, was actually British, from British, yeah, yeah. bro, all those the memes, were, those they were really fucking yeah. hilarious, <laughs> man. But just imagine being like Young Thug being like, fuck, I'm going to jail, and all you go on the internet, and it's just your face being like... <laughs> Dude, the worst. Yo, the worst one is Gunna. He apparently got somebody stabbed up in jail. Oh yeah, dude. Yo, Young Thug is running shit, bro. Dude, what? That's a, he oh, so much money. Don't let the dress confuse you. Oh, oh yeah. don't no, go no, there and get no, it twisted, bro. bro. Dude, he he like that's the like with the Rico charge. Like what I was like, um, I like read an article about it, and he was like. There's, like, uh, recordings of him, like, telling his gang on the phone. They're like, what are you doing? They're like, go shoot this guy. Like, what are you doing? It's like, come on. Like, dude, it's going to happen. Hey. Well, because, like, a, a, lot of, a lot of people do come from that, and mm-hmm. then they, like, mm-hmm. they want to they rap for And then it's, it's hard, you know, they say it's, like, yeah. hard to leave that kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's, like, especially when more and more money gets involved. Yeah. And yeah. All that type uh, of stuff. Yeah. So he bailed mm-hmm. out like thirty inmates from the jail he was yeah. in like a month before. Or and it's yeah, but it is and now he's in there. Yeah, and yeah. it's insane. It's insanely sad when it like leads to you know yeah. death and like actually shootings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like uh, little kid literally was last Low Friday. Key. Yeah, R.I.P. Little kid. Crazy enough, like um, Bozzy was with him like two weeks prior, Damn. and they were literally talking a couple days ago, uh, like before it happened. And then we were all like s- standing in the club, and then. Someone whispered over to me like, "Yo, little kid just got okay. shot." Thank you. And it was like, I was trying like, that way "What? Just like, what are you talking about? Like, no way!" Like, and and it was just surreal. And it's like, yeah. And then you just pull up Google, and it's already everywhere. And then like, yeah, it's just like, it's insane that like, that type of shit can just happen, and uh, so quick. Yeah. Unexpected. There's a price for fame too, and yeah, like that's the that's what sucks is I've been asked a few times, would you rather be rich or famous? And it's like rich, a hundred percent. Like if I could go the rest of my life and like keep building what I'm doing, but literally not be in like a public eye, like still have my, like a lot of my personal life, I think mm-hmm. I'd rather that honestly. I think uh, I was watching Meek Mill and he was talking about how, um, if anything really goes down, like in his like in his part where oh, he's yeah. from, he's like, I'm the first person that people call. And he's like, what really aggravates me is when people ask me for money and I say no. And they say, oh, you changed. And he was like, I didn't change. You changed because you never used to ask me for money. Yeah. 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 Right? Is that the shitty thing that sucks too is like when you're doing a show or something, everyone's just like, yo, hit me up with free takes. Like, do yeah, people get at you like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, or it's like, yeah, like it's definitely like. It's definitely frustrating, and every artist will say it. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah. people yeah. come out of the woodwork that you're like, yeah. uh, we s- we were in science class in grade eleven together. Like, <laughs> can I come for free to your show and stuff yeah. like that? Um, you know, and like 
always like for me i'm just like i don't i'll try to put on as many people as i can because it's just like it's for me it's if it's if it isn't anything it's it won't be i don't care like i'm i'm always about just like it's all about just having a good time and a good experience like there's just no there's no need or no use for it to having any sort of ego with any sort of Mm -hmm. like that situation but it is definitely frustrating when someone like who's never talked to you before is like yo what's up can we hit you up for this this or this you don't really seem like a guy with an ego but just like support your fucking friends yeah like buy tickets buy buy clothes and and pay the money and the vice versa like my all my closest friends came out last night and just to see them right in the front and you know like (laughs) it's just it's it's such a cool surreal experience and it's Mm -hmm. just like it's really cool when like and you know and like for all your friends to kind of be doing big shit and kind of in their own respective industries and obviously like i'm in a very public facing industry so it's like kind of easy and you kind of have to post those successes Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but it's like really cool when you're able to share those experiences in your own respective industries with your homies and and then you're having them come out last night and it was just really cool because obviously all those some of my closest friends they've like you know been there through the whole thing where i was like and so it's really cool. Same as my parents have them all out and just be like, yeah, that must have been a sick that feeling. Wow, right? That's a crazy and feeling, man. Yeah, it's, it's crazy really, really, really fun to like have close friends. I got chills, chills from hearing that, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's, 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 I, it's yo, check out the goosebumps, man. Yeah, God dude, damn. Dude. <laughs> God I think, I, damn. Uh, honestly, one one thing like I've I've learned from friends, like being in the the, the club scene and stuff, mm. it's like. It's like I always have like those those friends that are like they're they're like my boys like they're like I talk yeah. to them like every day like these guys like I talk to them every single day yeah. seven days a week like I always do yeah. and then I have like those friends on like that that you know they're not as close but they're still my friends yeah, yeah. but it's like it's like learning that like is that that like thing in life that like who are those people that like you want around you'll you you'll know like, really yeah. you know yeah. really quickly mm-hmm. too because yeah. it's just like. It's again the people who come out out of nowhere for like stuff like that. Yeah. But the people that are always there to support, even like you know, because obviously like everything's always a growth thing, and people don't understand that like you know, especially for things like the the any sort yeah. of arts. It's <coughs> like everyone always looks at like the top one percent. They only see like yeah. the two, the three, like Coachella. They see the just the three top yeah. people who are playing, and yeah. then they kind of just like disregard everything else sometimes. And not saying everyone does that, but like you know, it's just like realizing that like. You know, a lot of people only want to celebrate you when you finally done that, not the things along yes. the way. And that's yeah. the, the important part is the journey rather mm-hmm. than like the end thing. If you're yeah. always just like once you, you have to always constantly be growing, and it, that's the part that like, yeah. you know, people need to celebrate are those little wins and stuff yeah. like that. And um, on both ends, as being an artist, you need to like also be like, okay, that was a dope thing, and like, mm-hmm. and always always be striving for more yeah. and stuff like that. Well, um, but yeah, it's just like you know, like when you're doing little yeah. things. When I'm, like when I was starting, and I had barely any people listening to my music and stuff like that, and like my homies would still like share it and stuff like yeah. that, and be like, "That's so cool," and yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it empowers that individual yeah. like mm-hmm. to like want to do more. And people yeah. don't realize that like it's something as simple as like mm-hmm. reposting something on a story, yeah. or yeah. just like even just sending a text, being like, "Yo, that's super dope." Because like mm-hmm. especially with social media, again, like my whole career for the most part was through social media. So, you know, you don't know because, like, like I, I'm guilty of it with just you're scrolling and, like, like oh, that's super dope in the back of yeah. your head. And then you just keep scrolling. Yeah. But, like, there's no validation for, mm-hmm. like, someone else who's, like, actively kind of pursuing that. And then it's not until, like, you meet them in person you don't realize that, like, yeah. oh, shit, like, someone's actually listening. Yeah. Like, having people really come up to you in person and be like, yo, I love this song or I love what oh, you did yeah. here. Or, I was watching you do this. Then yeah. that's the really empowering stuff where you're yeah. just like, oh, shit, okay, yeah. it is being perceived and it yeah. is being looked at. And, like. 
and it like yeah it's it's yeah. it's it's a great feeling yeah. that's kind of what happened to me like last week like uh it's such a surreal feeling like people coming up to you and saying yo i watched your podcast so you guys are like you guys got something you like you, yeah. you guys are but funny like yo. i like watching like and i got this one homie and i'm about to like gift her with like some limited merch that we're doing because she watches all of our pods yeah every single episode yo, bro like one clockwork one one thing I, I i would like to add though is like the 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 thing with like people that create stuff or like musicians anything like that it's like they're the first people that have like gone out and tried it and like are doing it like they've they've took the first step and they've tried something yeah and that's what I don't think people appreciate enough is the fact that like when yeah. you try something you're going so far out of your comfort zone and no one appreciates that and then yeah. and then. If you have a neg, if you bring that negative opinion, whatever negative opinion you may have about what they're doing, you bring that on to them. I don't like. I really dislike that as, like, the most. Out of, I think trying, like, people trying something is like the coolest yeah. thing ever. Like, yo, I had a cool experience the other day. What? I'm gonna give this uh, do this first, but uh, Joseph, oh yeah, Joseph McGrath, Gem. He wanted uh, he uh, commented on our last one with Trez Mateo. Can't believe I came across this gem. Subscribe. Love the energy. Keep it up. Like, you're the goat. Thank you for the comment. Yeah. Shout so out, Joseph. Comment on this one who you guys yeah. want to see on here. Let's run this shit up. But my experience the other week. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I was working. And they had that, like, radio call in and tell us something. And it was like, tell us your pet's uh, secret talent. So I'm like, whatever, I'm just bored at work. And so I called in and I'm like, yeah, I've got a pet. And honestly, it holds its breath underwater for hours on end and like just loves to <laughs> swim. I'm like, I'm like, bro, I never see this thing get out of the water. And the lady was like, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what kind of pet is it? I'm like, it's a goldfish. Ah, I was wondering <laughs> what it was. I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah. We start talking about anyways. So I'm like, I email them about uh, For The Ones. It's my little clothing company I run. Uh, I donate everything to mental health. But yeah. we get on with that, and they were like, hey, do you have a time for a quick five-minute call? I'm like, yeah, sure. So they call me, and uh, I answer the phone. I'm like, hello? She's like, and like we already know each other's names. So she's like, hey, who am I speaking with? I'm like, oh, shit, this is live. I'm like on the radio right now. So I like <laughs> talk about For The Ones a little bit. But, bro, I, literally after that, like five, 20 minutes after, we had like triple, like five sales ordering over $500 like it went crazy yeah yeah shit like that like I like when people you know mm -hmm. just hear about it and then fucking roll with it and shit yeah. but my pet goldfish yeah I don't but even own a goldfish yeah so <laughs> I'm gonna get one Olympic <laughs> summer sorry but I went on a tangent earlier about trying stuff but that the the thing you you're mentioning like su supporting like your friends and stuff like mm. people they, like just just like I, I do it with Brendan and stuff like I've done it from the very beginning when he started yeah. for the ones just like sharing everything like supporting your friends like Dude, like people think they're like <laughs> way more important than they are. Like, dude, yeah. no one's like caring about your social media this much. Like, yeah. it's like your friends are more important, and you boosting them up and you showing love, it's only gonna make yeah. you better. And it's not even like yo, just a second, just a second, just a second. Yo, shout out to whoever the fuck is playing that loud. <laughs> I mean, no, it's so not like we're recording a podcast. If you're, yeah, hearing, if you're hearing a machine gun yeah, fire, yeah, machine gun fire. We're, we're in a bad area. Yeah, this is no, yeah, this is this is not Vietnam. No, this is the trap, bro. Yeah, this this is the trap. <laughs> we're in the wrong neighborhood. Right <laughs> we're in the wrong neighborhood. Uh, Do you want to eat, bro? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'll eat after. I'm yeah, yeah, I'm good. Oh, Niles, your man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just died because like as you were like giving like a great like 
all you hear in the background is that loud scream just sent me fly. I was like, we gotta address this. We need to talk about this because this is crazy. Maybe at a new location, we won't go to a place with like a bunch of arcade games and stuff. Like, shut out it's six Or the next time you do it in the Halo game and you have to like, yo, and then people listening, they'll just be like, like can't hear us talk. They'll just hear gunshots the whole time. Yeah, I'm down for it. Let's do it. That'd be big. That'd be big. Well, so like, you've been to LA a few times, and LA is known for like a very, honestly, like I don't know, depends how you look at it, but it can be like very draining because of the amount of everybody trying to like climb up this social ladder. Are you yeah. involved in that? Are you kind of like it seems like you guys have your friends, and you go do your your thing, yeah. you do what you need to do and dip. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, like I I just kind of I like LA is super fun. Um, I'm going to Toronto fun. like next week and stuff like that to kind of do a similar thing just like work with a bunch of different artists from there and yeah. write a bunch of music and stuff like that and that's what LA was as well is like just going down and networking and stuff like that it's a great place um, but yeah it's like it's like a bit of a black hole like it's literally it's like that's the ocean so yeah. it's like if you jump in you're like in open water so it's just like it's a it's a crazy it's a crazy experience being there because you again, you you do realize how small yeah. the um, the industry is. Like, we went to one studio session, and uh, a friend of my manager's was like, "Yeah, come stop by the studio, um, Electric Feel, and stuff like that." And we like mm. stop by, and then just like oh. walk in the room, and it's like, I've got this lined up right now. I already know what you're oh. gonna say. <laughs> I'm just gonna get you to explain this picture. So this picture, we'll pop it up on the screen. Go ahead, carry on with your story. Notice we were we were at Electric Feel, and uh, it was like dope just to see that like. We, we went once, like, it was the next day, actually. We're like, let's let's get a session here and stuff like that. So it was, like, originally me and Bozzy, and then Jazz Cartier came, and we had a Damn. session that was, oh, like, that really, 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 dope to, really dope to work with and then connect with him. And, like, again, such a great guy. Like, him and I just shoot, sh- like, I shoot him shit all the time and just sh- this text back and forth now. And great guy, and it's just really dope because, like, again, like, throughout high school, like, I was listening to all of his shit, loved everything. And Remember, then like, really an old cool. Airplanes, I think he did? Like, Pardon? He did a song, like, way back. I was in, like, young high school. It was, like, Airplanes. It was, like... Well, like, his big ones were, like, Dead or Alive, and... Uh, this had, like, a girl featured on it, too. Sure. Red Alert was, was like, pretty huge, too. Yeah, like, he's... Uh, he's I remember done, Dead or he's Alive, like yeah. in And especially in Toronto, like, he's w- very well known. And then, like, casually, just in the next room, like... 24k's in the other room. And that's oh. and that's oh, the picture. That's shit. the picture. Yeah. We're recording his album, and then just comes in like dabs up. Everyone's like, "What's up, everybody?" Blah blah. Really nice guy as well. And it was yeah. just like, "Oh, sick. What's up, man?" And then he just like goes back into the room. And it's just like cool that like that space is a really cool place. That like literally one of the engineers was telling us like, "Oh yeah, like like yesterday or the day before, like some dude rolled up with a hood, and because it, it's like a discreet location, like it's in like a it's a whole like lobby. It's not like." And then they're like, "What? Who the hell is this dude?" Rolls it off. It's Bieber, and he's like, yeah. "He's like, can I record a song?" Like, blah, blah blah. And they're like, "Okay, sounds good." And then like, apparently like uh, a couple days, like a day or two before that, little baby just like rents out the studio, and he just wants to like sleep there for a bit because he's like down there in the area. So he like rents out. It's like a lot of money, and yeah. and just was like, "I'm just gonna have a nap." And then like, then he's like, oh, "I'll just record a song." Like it's just really cool to kind of like. That was like such a cool creative space that like you could look at all the records on the on the wall and like Post Malone records everything there. Like Kanye's recorded every, like pretty much every big artist, even from like pop from Taylor Swift to Camila um, Cabello and all that other shit. It's just like really dope to like be yeah. in a space where like Greatness all those has all those great yeah. records happened and stuff like that. And it was just really cool to like work out of there and 
That's if you want to see greatness happen, I've been trying to set this up with Niall, but uh, I'm trying to get my rap career started. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of things in the vault. Niall said he can make it happen. Yo, uh, you got a verse? Yeah. You got a, a good 16? We're here at Local Lou's. I'm with my boo. You know I'm drinking <laughs> Caesars Ooh. on Saturday too. Ooh. Ah. With the boys on the Only Vibes pod. Ah. You know that it's not gonna fod. Ah. I don't know what fod means, <laughs> but no. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> had something going on there. You had something nah, going. Nah, yeah, no, no, that was a really really You know, like that. rap chat. It's just a dumb app. But there's yeah. so many times like me and my homies were just rap what? Rap chat. Is that the one that like automatically like? Yeah, you yeah. can record and shit, but See, nah. like go over beats and dude, me and my friends, we just get blasted and we just like freestyle. No. Nah, dude, that's what we used to do on the on a drive home after like a really long night. We just like throw on instrumentals. Yeah. And then be like, okay, you're up, and like sit 30 <laughs> seconds, and then like everyone would be like, hey, or like if someone was like so fucked up, they'd be like, oh, purple and blue, the turquoise, and you're like, okay, okay, <laughs> next guy, next guy. We <laughs> had this one <laughs> motherfucker. His name Wyatt. Uh, anyway, so it's like all three of us were all like kind of city boys and then we've got this one country kid who knows nothing about rap like the lifestyle anything yeah. and it'd be like his turn to go and man like all i don't know man it was just some of the most I hilarious have one shit song. ever yeah i have one recorded song that will never see the light of day why that i might show you guys after this podcast okay okay so it's gonna see the one light recorded of day. song it was it was <laughs> one day randomly i used to work at knoxville's right yeah. i'm in the office i'm chilling this guy hits me and he's like, yo, you want to record a song? Yo, I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, he fine. Did, yo, yo, but, but, but for his first song, yo, he, he did spit some bars. Like, I will not lie, you spit some bars. It yo. was, like, honestly, me personally, I thought it could have been, like, mastered a bit better. Okay, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. That's um, probably what it was. That, that's yeah. the only thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shit. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. I, I, it was I, a I, shit master. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like, you know, <laughs> I will not blame my lyrics. It was definitely but a number one song in your it head. It was definitely at the time a yeah. number one song. Now it does not deserve to see the light of day. But I'm gonna show you boys after after the. Oh, I already I already seen this. Hey, yeah, you don't show me again. Don't show Yo, me. Yo, I actually saw that. Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I used to okay. I used to love like writing music. I had like this whole yeah. book. I man, I remember I tried to record music. You you guys remember like. Those microphones are like super skinny. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like know way back in like yeah, 2008, yeah. like super about. skinny, yeah. like microphones, like super tiny. I tried recording music <laughs> on it, man. I called myself Little Juice. <laughs> little Juice. <laughs> so dude, dude, if you would have went with that, you would have beat every little baby. But like, listen, I upgraded. I upgraded, right? I went juice. from no, 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 <laughs> no, no. I, I, uh. Uh, to uh, to uh, uh, Biggie Smirks is what I call myself. <laughs> Biggie Smirks. Biggie so then Smirks. Biggie Smirks, bro. Wild outrageous shit. So what I did was I found this beat on, on YouTube, and then I wrote some lyrics for it, and then I called the song "Nothing Against Ratchets." <laughs> <laughs> the worst song I ever made. Nothing, in my nothing, life. gang. Is this the one we're gonna listen to? No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'll okay. show you both. Actually, yeah. I'll show you both. So I, you're lying. There's two. There's two. Yeah. There's two songs. Oh, oh. There's probably so many more. But, uh, Call, <laughs> now that I remember, pull up the hard drive. Honestly, the sound everything. He's <laughs> got like that. late night emotional shit on there too. He's probably like, crying. You guys know how to record this? You know how to record this? I had the YouTube video playing on the TV, oh, and no. I grabbed my phone and I started recording. <laughs> so I was like, oh my In the God. most awkward position. In the like, most awkward position, yo. man. Oh, we'll man, get the, you guys are here. Yeah, a hundred comments, and we'll do a, a Biggie Smirks tour. 
Yeah. Yeah, around Calgary. Biggie Smirks? Yo, let me open. Yeah. Mine's yeah. Super yeah. Be The God. I'm Brandon. Super Be The God. Yeah. Super Be The God. Super Be The God. That's actually not a bad name. Not bad, right? Rap yeah. Chat yeah. Generator. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, man, okay, I wanted to, like, we'll, we'll pop these. Yo, should we wreck that video? Yeah, let's do that, too. But I want to figure out these first. There's a video that. You'll watch? You'll watch the video? We've already seen it. It's so cringe. We just want to see your, uh... Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, do that yeah, one first. We're on the topic of it. Hold on. My uh, my bladder is getting low. Go for a pay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's getting take a pay. Let's low? take a pay. Mean you were just full? Let's take a. You were talking to you. Let's take a podcast over there for half. Let's take a quick intermission. Now you're worried about to go pee. We'll take we'll take a quick intermission. Uno, dos, three. Cool. All right, we're back from the intermission. That was crazy. Yeah, right. Crazy man. Did you have a good pee? Oh, wicked, wicked. That's good. We're back. Um, you know, hey. the homie's got a stomach full. He got some food yeah. in him. Quick munch. Um, quick munch. We were going to look at some Instagram photos. Yeah, let's do that. But, uh, who do they have? Huh? Who oh, they have? Shit. I, don't, I don't know, man. There's some guy. He wants to know what the ad is. Some guy. So we'll, we'll literally, we'll pop this up on the screen. But just go through and tell us, like, in that moment, what you're feeling. I look at this, bro. I see so many fucking buttons. I can't even set up our setup right now. <laughs> How are you understanding all of this? Uh, cause it's pretty much like when you look at that board, it's just like one little strip, but then it's just replicated a million times over. Oh. So it's like, it's not like every little thing is different. It's like, it's like, for instance, like on that board, it's just like one channel where like audio would come in from, but then it duplicated like, okay. Many, where, uh, where's this at? That's, that's in LA at the, uh, UMG, like universal music group. They opened oh, up a big, shit. uh, a big studio in LA. And uh, that was definitely one of the nicest. Like they just opened it up, I think, in I think like during the pandemic, I think in 2020. Mm-hmm. And we, like I, it was by far one of the nicest. Like you like roll into this like, and it all everything in LA is very discreet. Like nothing has like a sign over. It's all like this was like almost like in a little like it was like a weird cargo door. And I was like, like where are we? And then they pull in, and there's like a concierge there, and I was like, please, he's like, Mister Radu, please, uh, here's your credentials. And, he's like, and then he's like, um. Let me walk in, and uh, yeah, like this place was beautiful. Yeah, like it was by far probably the nicest studio I think I've ever been in, and just like the like probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions, worth of equipment in that room, and just oh, yeah. like and they have like an engineer there. He's just like, okay, what do you guys want to do? Like, I'll just I'm at your beck and call. Like, it's were there any like any of your songs fully created here, or you no. just kind of went to rip it up, shred it for a bit? No, the that day, um, there's uh, a song that's actually gonna be on Bozzy's new project that was created in that during after that photo. Oh, right. shit. You heard that? Wait for it. Tune the hell in. This one. Oh, that was uh, that was good old UVCO. Um, oh my! That was the God. one that that's the one I was talking about, where it was just it's like just the best crowd, where it was like thousands of people yeah. and yeah. just like this is this is outdoors. Yeah. Yeah, there was one I was looking for. I couldn't find it the second time through, but it was like man, a massive crowd you play in front of. Like massive. There, there was really like fun. a there was like a pano of the crowd. It was fucking lit as hell. There's a there's a funny story with with that crowd because like I used to I used to go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! It must so, be weird. Eh? So on the I, other side? I literally I literally yelled out. I turned out. I grabbed the mic, and this was like one of my first shows. So like was very new when it came to like mic mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. kit and just like you know trying to hype up the crowd and say other things other than three two one go and like literally dude i i and it's so funny because like 
one of my friends was she perfectly was recording it as it was happening. I take everything a pan out with the crowd. I bring my mom. I'm like, yo, I used to fucking go here. <laughs> and then the crowd just goes like, like kind of quiet. I don't know if they really like even heard too, but it was just kind of like. Thank you. And I was like, what are people gonna say? Like, cool man. Like, you know, I'm like. <laughs> And then, and then I was like, and then I just like went and put the volume back up. Like, <laughs> like that's enough mic for me. <laughs> I feel that, bro. This one. This seems like peak vibes. That was that same. Peak same vibes? Is that what you said? Vibes, yeah. Bro. Peak. Like that. It seems like y'all that, just That one was chilling. super fun. That was like with yeah. a couple of friends. Like one of them. Yeah, um, you got Boss so in here. That's Boss and there's yeah. Jazz Cartier. And then Back here? Yeah, that's. Nice. Um, and then my buddy Dan on the right, he's a songwriter with Warner and then, uh, our other buddy Christian on the far right there and Christian's, uh, Louis Bell's assistant, right? Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Do Louis Bell and Mike Studd still work together or did some beef go down? He was mentioning some stuff the other day. I thought, cause then Louis Bell was also posts guy for a bit too, right? Yeah, Louis Bell is, is like he's a legend in the industry. Yeah, he is. Yeah. One of those guys that's like either touched every crazy record there is. Like, there's a couple people. Um, fuck, I always, um, I can't remember. He's they're all like he. This guy's Swedish, and I can't. What's his name? Do you remember? He's a Swedish songwriter who's written like all of Katy Perry's biggest hits, every massive hit. He's from Sweden. Super be the god. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Doctor Luke? No. No. Max Martin. Yeah. There we go. Hey, Brady, did you <laughs> yeah, just Google Max that? Martin. We finally have that per- like Joe Rogan. Yeah. 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 Let's go. One day we'll have someone that's designated that just sits there and does that. <laughs> Searches so, up the things that we need to know. We already went through this one, right? Yeah. 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 We, we popped it up on the yeah. screen. Mm-hmm. That, that's uh, yeah. Yeah. No, go um, ahead, bro. Yeah. No. What do you have to say? That's in the studio. No, but um. Yeah, no, LA was just a like a dope vibe, and I'm super excited to go back. But man, like mm. with the exchange rate, does like it ever drain? Like you don't even ch- like I, I just all of a sudden was like check my credit card, and I'm like, oh shit, like yeah, like Canadian money is worthless, dude. Like when oh, you go dude, down it's, there, it's crazy, especially because you get like shit yeah. exchange rates yeah. as well. So it's like terrible. You're essentially paying like less than eighty seven dollar. Are you into crypto? Uh, like, I mean, I have some shit. But, but you like, weren't, like, heavily invested? I wasn't, like, super heavy. I wish mm-hmm. I got, like, more, like, invested into it and stuff like that. But, like, yeah. I'm in it. But, like, yeah, not, Yes like, and no. I mean, crazy. it's good that you're not, like, crazy into it. It just crashed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, Bitcoin's back down to 30K, I think. I that, know, but yeah, lost Lu- 200 grand last Yeah, year. Luna, absolutely. Like, it was it was supposed to match the dollar. And then it, like, flanked. It's less than a cent. It's fucking worthless right now. I remember yeah. watching him the week before a homie. And he was saying how, like, he had, like, a couple hundred grand locked up in Luna. Oh. And next week, he was like, well. Dude, what the fuck even happened? I don't know what started that. I don't even that, know, man. I can't really know. speak on like, it. Could be rug pull mm-hmm. shit. Could be I anything. A, I got a question for you, Callum. I got an answer. I hope. Um, what piece of advice, if any, would you, have, would you give any young entrepreneurs, any musicians, artists, creatives, really coming up? Um, is to just constantly celebrate the little things and just like always like you know don't wait until you have that big moment to like celebrate that like it's just like you know at the end of the day like people want to see people want to see the journey and stuff like that so it's just like 
don't always be looking for that. It's not just it's not going to be zero and then massive break. It's going to be years and timeless days and nights working on shit. Not doesn't matter what industry you're in and stuff like that. And we just got to showcase those little things. Don't like I know so many people that are in the industry, music industry, that are doing some amazing things, but just like are so silent. And I mean, that could be also a thing like where it's just like you just don't want to talk about it and stuff like that. But it's just like if you want like celebrate it celebrate like all the shit that you're doing and like that's what social media is there for obviously not in a douchey way but just be like this is what's happening and and also just like realize that like it's just time it's literally gonna be everyone and every the biggest thing also is that everyone has an individual journey that like if at the end of the day if everyone had the exact same journey, then nothing would be cool. They're like yeah. Billie Eilish, Eilish wouldn't be cool. Anyone wouldn't be cool because they wouldn't have their own individual story and own an individual journey and stuff like that. If everyone was like a carbon print of, or it was like steps, mm-hmm. it was like, well, you could first go do this, first go do that. It's like everyone's different. That's why you can only count on separate set of hands of like who's done what. And you can only count like, oh, there's only been like a couple who have broken through at 16, like Billy and and all these other people it's just like everyone has their own individual story and it's like it's you up to you to create your own individual story and how you portray it to other individuals and to not the creatives are the most are their biggest critiques and i i had a big long conversation with this like um with bozzy on on uh we like were out at the weird outlook um uh looking over la it's like a very romantic but um, <laughs> We, yeah, we said like a big like heart to heart where it was just like we were talking about all these crazy things about like yeah it's like you kind of there's factors especially when it comes to artistry it's like you got to have a little bit of like you got to be your own worst critic and like constantly like be wanting to pursue and, and have that drive to like the only pe- the only people that are extremely successful are the people that are like willing to be driven no matter what happens no matter what shit is thrown at you and then you also have to have a bit of that like crazy mentality of like that's why you look at Kanye and stuff like him. He's like, yeah. I'm a god. It's just like, he probably believes it. And he's going to continue believing it. And that's what's going to pump out yeah. the content. It's just like, and it's just, and pump out his art and stuff like that. And so, um, you got to have like a fine, perfect mix of being like, you know, you got to be hard on yourself. So you're always driving, but you can't be overly too hard. And then, and then on the vice, the other end of it, you got to believe in yourself and believe that you're the shit. Because I know so many people now, they get to like a, a certain level and they're like, oh, I'm not this thing so maybe I'm just gonna like give up but they're like they're literally at a they've set a ceiling for themselves and they're never gonna get past it yeah. the moment that you're just like I, I'm gonna keep fucking going no matter what no matter what's thrown at me I like then, that bro keep going always keep going never stop but that's also cool because it's like that goes with life too like everything you do whether you just work a 9 to 5 you gotta give yourself a tap on the back every now and then are you talking about the 9 to 5 video or what <laughs> <laughs> react to that but <laughs> do we we're here we're on we're on it right now all right man this is why and i'm gonna say this right now this is why some women don't deserve happiness i'm gonna just say it this is why some women don't deserve roll, happiness. roll the clip and then i'm gonna roll the clip and watch this one minute video and it will all make sense you know something that i always say and people be looking at me crazy like i don't know if this because i'm from chicago but like I can't fuck with no n- that work a nine to five. What I don't know fuck? why. I just need a fast money ass. N- it don't whoa, necessarily whoa, 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 have to be whoa, whoa, whoa. like drugs 
or like fr- um, fraud, but like like rapping or like dealing with media or like shit like that. Just like get you it. Wanna, so hold like, on, what? Are we, like what? if I come to you and I need some shit, I don't need you to be like, well, my check come on Friday. Fuck that. I need you to get that shit right now. Like so I feel like doing? it depends with the nine to five. Everything. Like if you nine to five at Burger King or some hell no. But if you nine to five at yeah, my favorite JP Morgan or some hell yeah, because nah, I know that G. Friday check about to have. Multiple nah, zeros. Fuck that little bank shit. Shit, that's a fraud. I might as well get a fraud. Fuck. I don't know. You work in the bank too. Shit, technically. Like, I don't know. So, so if it work at the bank. No, I don't want you. I'm so kidding. let's say this work at the bank make a five hundred thousand a year. You don't want that. Mm. You can give me a banker. Fuck? Give me a banker. What the? Are you drunk? A lawyer, Nap, you doing that shit a specialist, to cover up some other shit. Not a pediatrician, shit. a specialist. If you doing that shit surgeon. to cover up some shit, like, let's say the n- that work in the bank <laughs> sell fucking drugs. Like, I'm with it. Period. What the fuck? Girl, you on the, mo- you on the movie. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> hey, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Nah, I just, I just need. Maya! That, nah, I just need a hustling man. You wanna... But we can discuss it. If you think that having a nine to five makes you less of a human being, you, I'm no, sorry. but I think I think that minute and a half clip could yeah. have been four seconds, and she said, "I want a man with money." <laughs> because all of a sudden the guy was like, "Well, what about a guy who's like, you know, making five hundred k at a bank?" Yeah. She goes, "Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll, I want him." Like blah blah. But it's just so like that could have just been summed up like, yeah. "I want someone with money." It's like, okay, end of conversation. Good for you. I hope you find that. Like, I like how her two examples were literally drug dealers. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only other thing that exists. Scammer. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay, I understand your head now. Like, Those are the people you want to bring back to the fam. You know you know? They've got some cool stories. You've had a cool fucking story, bro. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Let's finish this out. We've got some buzzer beater questions. Literally, first thing that comes to your mind, say it, and then we're just going to move on. We're going to fire these at you. All right. You good? Fire. Sweet All right. Man. What's your go-to drink of choice? Uh, bubbly. Are there more doors or wheels in the world? Shit, I literally saw this um, <laughs> somewhere else. I didn't see the answer. Um, Pick a team. Currently wheels. Like, it, nowadays, wheels. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Biggest celebrity you've ever met? Dude, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have to answer. Um... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I can't think of like big in big in their respective field. Like mm-hmm. I mean, like yeah, twenty four K was massive in his respective. Mm-hmm. Field. All right, yeah. there we go. Uh, favorite spot in Calgary for a night out. Ooh, I don't know. I haven't I haven't like gone out here in like. Yeah, Cowboys, <laughs> Cowboys, just, you know, Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys! Cowboys. An OG from high school. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Draft night Thursdays. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I used to see them like they'd empty a tray into the into the sink yeah. and like of like gross ass cups, and then the next bartender would just grab another tray and just take the ones from the sink. Oh, and I was just like, back out. Okay, yeah, like this is this is like back alley's got twenty five cent or something now. Huh? Back alley has twenty five cent or something now. Yeah, yeah. twenty five cent. Beer All right, but, but back on, back on. Three person dinner, you and two others, dead or alive. Who are they? Um. Paul McCartney, um, ooh, the other spot, um, Michael Jackson. Shit. 
There's so many people in the I world. I know, <laughs> like definitely, definitely Paul McCartney, just because like he's one of the greatest songwriters of all time. Just like that whole journey, and he's like still mm. here. And um, and then I don't know, maybe like Obama, maybe like I feel like just kind of talking to someone who's like, and like if it could be like fully, like he could fully let go of any secret, like yeah. then yeah, I'd I'm say grilling them on the UFOs for sure. Yeah. Hot dog or hamburger? Hamburger. NFT or Bitcoin? Bitcoin. Favorite song on the playlist? Ooh, currently? Um, fuck. It can be your own, because your shit yeah, slaps. It can be. Um, no, I would say... Or by Super Be The God. Whichever. That one's really good. That it is. Really it's good. fire. Fire. Um, dude, that's always... Uh, to be honest... Everyone has asked, like, what's your favorite artist? What's your favorite song? And I can never narrow it down. There's so many good just, songs. There's just so much so good shit. Good songs, like, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm really failing right now. Like, right, right now, you're going in your car. You're picking a song. What's the one you're picking? Yeah. yeah. Oh, hold up. Um, yeah. If we had your phone, just, uh, what's it called? First song on, on your Spotify list that, that says dude, recently played. This is the best thing ever, dude. <laughs> okay. Just uh, happened. I wish I was an artist, bro. I could just be like phone, <laughs> phone, Nile oh, um, uh, Fork. <laughs> I really like, I really like, um, Red Light by uh, Swedish House Mafia. They they featured go. Sting from, uh, not Sting. Who's a uh, was it Sting? I think it was Sting. Yeah, oh, isn't yo isn't Sting the guy that goes? Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like, huh? yeah. Red Light, which is Swedish House Mafia and Sting, where they basically take like um, Roxanne and then they like remix it and remade oh, it. Like, uh, Roxanne. And it's super dope. But it, like, I've been playing in all of my sets, and it's like one of my favorite songs to play. As well. You don't have to put on. Oh, you already asked Yo, Bachi, you're. Oh, never mind. We already asked What advice would you give your younger self? For you. Be patient. Be mm-hmm. patient. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. It's a well, hey. Play. Yeah. Huh? It is. Same with crypto. I will beat it into these two all the time. This is a, like a two-year minimum game that we're in. Two-year minimum. Literally. Of like just being consistent. The consistency is key. And also like, you know, everyone's always waiting for that one little thing. But it's just like you got to like put out so much shit. Like if you look at any crazy massive artist, yeah. whether it's the Beatles or Drake or anyone who's like been so successful. Yeah. Count how many songs. Yeah, There's, look at yeah. Drake. Does it? But doesn't he have like more fucking streams than all songs after 1980? Yeah, like, like that. There, he set like a new record. How many people were grabbed. streaming before 1980? Well, no, <laughs> 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 I said after 1980. Okay. <laughs> no, he, like, he said like I got more. I got more than the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He now officially has more. Like it's uh, crazy. More Billboard number one hits than the yeah. Beatles. That's like it's like, like whether or not you like him or not. It's like yeah. legitimately he's the goat. He's cultivated, yeah. yeah. Like he, yeah. he arguably is the, the goat number right. one artist yeah. in the world. The yeah. best. The best. Yeah. It's crazy. It always switches between like him, The Weekend, and a couple other people, and like always in that one or two spot. And then mm-hmm. uh, two Canadians. Yeah. yeah. No. Remember when it was like remember the good old days when it was like beef between uh, Kendrick, J Cole, and Drake. It was like the top three, and I was like, "Who would be, like, who's uh, yeah. the hardest what, what about year? the what about yeah. the Grammys that one year where it was Macklemore ended up winning? Oh yeah, oh, and everybody man. had an aneurysm. because <laughs> <laughs> like that was a pretty like you know respect to Macklemore's music. Did he stuff beat like Mad that. City? He beat Mad City. Oh my He beat. Uh, um, this is what we were talking about with the Will Smith shit. Every award show has Halle that. Hallelujah. 
How, bro? There's no way. Every that's award show has to have a viral moment. So half the time they'll do dumbass shit like that. Like they did the same thing with Eminem. Uh, Gwen Stefani was that his ex? Yeah, didn't M say he'll never come back to the Grammys? Because Gwen Stefani was giving him the award. Like, no, it's just like they're trying to go viral, so people keep wanting to go to the award shows. Drake also said, if you have a guy working nine to five and they're coming to your shows, like you've won. You don't need this. Yeah, which you get it. I feel like. You have, right? Yeah, mm. it's because like obviously that's a crazy big goal for myself is obviously to Grammy, right? yeah like be a part of some sort of Grammy and Juno's especially too, um you know but yeah it's just it's just interesting because like every every industry is so like yeah incestuous yeah and just like you have no idea what's going on in the back end of things and but yeah that was a crazy year where it was just like it was it was Drake Kanye, um. And Kendrick and I think Jay Z, yeah, Jay-Z. and then Macklemore. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And like, yeah, it was just like it was, yeah, it's one of the the biggest highly debated thing where it's just yeah. like. But then at the end of the day, too, if they would have chosen like one of those of those like other big four, mm-hmm. then would it have like because now like it, it made them almost all those four yeah. albums on like par almost, and it kind of was like okay, like these are all level-headed and like it's like them it's the, it, almost the grammys choosing a side uh, i don't know you, you don't know we're going down the so rabbit hole like now, you never you know, know. politics <laughs> <laughs> we don't do politics no we do not do politics we stay away from that politics shit. um you're killing yeah. it you're killing it man why well, well, excited for the future yeah, what it holds sure. thank you for coming on yeah really thing uh a Juno or a Grammy for you right Both. here. Both. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming, man. Really appreciate it. And yeah. Thank you guys uh, for having me. Yeah, yeah we do. We do really appreciate it. You know, to, to have someone like you you on the on the pod is, is very, uh, you know, for us is, is very, how do I, I don't know what word. Speak your shit, George. I don't know what Speak word. Speak your to, shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know what word to use, um, but it's very motivational for us to like, see someone like yourself who's mm-hmm. absolutely killing it in your, in your field and you're, abs- you're a demon. And then for us to, to have an opportunity to sit down and talk with you is incredible you know you, you've given us so much juice and so much motivation to go forward i, I just thank you for it i really do thank you so much well, i really appreciate yeah. that thank you local news thank you for hosting us guys check it out 16th Ave, right across from state yep only vibes in the building we'll be back Let's go. next episode Peace. and it's actually going to be a really sick location yeah oh we forgot to talk about cool. that yeah. yeah so every so just a heads up for all of you guys that made it towards the end Actually, I'm probably going to snip it and put it in the beginning because people have the attention span of fucking squirrels. Yeah. But we'll, yeah. we will be... We're going on tour. Yeah, we're going on tour. <laughs> we're Only going Vibes on podcast tour. tour. Yeah, we're, we're doing a podcast tour. So are we coming to Vancouver? Oh, we yeah, we're coming to Vancouver. <laughs> we're we're, we're actually, recording we're in Vancouver. Like yeah, con- you should send something up. Yeah. It, it, it's more like a location tour where we're uh, hosting the pod at different locations across the city. Um, some will make sense. Some will make absolutely zero sense, and that's the whole point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah giving away our bread and butter. Right now. Yeah. Giving away the bread and butter. Yeah, man. Yo, we'll, we'll be in. We'll be in Vancouver in. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, come, come to the okay. show. Do you come guys know when? July fifteenth. July fifteenth. I think I'm there. Yeah, we're there. Fourteenth, seventeenth. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mike Mike's show too. is fifteenth, so we're yeah. gonna hit that up. Yeah. Pretty sick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Only vibes. Peace. Brew up.